Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Set. Well, hello there. Hello, hello. This is Polly. You're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy so that we can do the work that matters and create the lives we love. And we have been doing this, wait for it, for three years now. I am headed into my fourth year with all of you. And the only reason this works is because you keep tuning in from week to week. And I so appreciate it. I love doing this podcast. I didn't know if I would. When I started, uh, I was stuck. You know, 2019, when I rolled this out, it was because I was kind of stuck creatively and life felt kind of dull and boring. I was stuck in the same old routine doing what we do. You know what I'm talking about. We all get there. We're feeding the kids and going to work and watching our favorite shows on TV and going to bed, right? Maybe reading a little bit before we turn off the light. I was in that routine. Life wasn't bad, but it it wasn't energizing either. And I decided I needed to amp things up a little bit. So I did a series of things in 2019. And one of them was to create Polly Campbell Simply Said, this podcast. My friend Sherry Sakanagi helped me kick it off and worked with me for a few months. And then I've had, you know, scores of guests over the last three years and more to come in the year ahead. We're not slowing down at all. But I thought as we enter into 2022, April is when I started, when I launched 2019, that we should take a minute to to go over, uh, to reflect on some of the things that we've learned and talked about along the way. You know, I do this show because these are the things I'm working on. These are the things I need to learn and I'm practicing. And, and these are the things that have really enhanced my life. There's a whole lot of things I've experimented with that what I carried with me for a day or so didn't help me at all. I don't talk about those things so much except to tell you what's not working. But I figured if these were things I could do that I was finding could help me, I thought they might benefit you too. So that's how this started. The biggest challenge for me when I was coming from this place where I'm feeling so dull and stuck was to get the confidence to try it. I knew nothing about podcasting. I I knew nothing about the equipment needed, how to set up a show, the networks, all of that stuff. I had a lot to learn. And the other thing I knew is that if I waited until I had it down perfect, I would never do anything, right? Perfection then gets in our way. It it 
keeps us from exploring and trying new things. So my agreement with myself back in 2019 was I was going to launch four episodes and be okay with the best that I could do. I was going to go for good enough. And I didn't know if it would be good enough to get any attention or to attract listeners or to help anybody. It was a leap of faith. I did buy uh, decent equipment, decent mic. I did learn a little bit about the software. My learning curve is is uh, kind of limited at this point, but I'm getting it out, right? And I launched the first four shows in April of 2019, and I loved it. I heard from many people. The show has grown over the years. I continue to learn. I'm visiting with these fantastic folks, and I'm hearing from so many of you that you're finding value in it too. And that keeps me going, right? That's what it's about. I think when we come together as a community to discuss and listen to ideas, to explore our lives and engage with it, to change things up and try new things. I think we live better lives. And by better, I mean we're happier, we're healthier, we have greater well-being, we're more productive at work and more present with our families and friends. And I think that's really the bottom line. That's what I'm working toward in my life. And uh, I'm hearing that that's what you're working toward too. But a lot has changed or happened in three years, right? Seems like a lifetime ago now. Now, Polly Campbell simply said, is a part of the best business network on Electrocast. So they liked what they heard and they uh, came to talk to me about bringing the show to their network. I like what they're doing, launching a whole lot of new programs with great ideas and great personalities. Check them out. Electrocast, and I think you'll find some great entertainment and lots of informative stuff too if you're looking for something on your drive to work. So that's one of the changes. We've had, um, hey, a pandemic, right? <laughs> Presented a lot of material to talk about. Um, many of us were remote schooling with our children, many of us were sharing office space with our partners. Many of us were living in isolation, lost people we loved, faced our own personal and financial and physical challenges. This has not been an easy time. And yet many of the things we talk about on the show, I have relied on to get through. It's about building resilience. And the good thing is we all come with some resilience. Resilience is a cluster of skills that we can get better at so that we can sail or at least cope with the challenging times easier. We've talked a lot about resilience on the show and there's lots of ways to get to it. In our first year, 2019, one of my favorite shows was about small wins and motivation. That was episode number four. I love that topic. It keeps coming up over the years in the show and in my writing because what it says is this, When we note our incremental progress, we are more motivated to keep going, to explore new things, to pursue our goals. We talked about this on episode number four and so many times after, because I'm all about small wins. There are so many days when I sit here and I'm plugging away and I'm working real hard and I have very little to show for it at the end of the day and I get down on myself. Now I take a minute and I go back and reflect on what I did accomplish today, what it is that I did produce, maybe a rough draft for an article, maybe I supported a friend, maybe I uh, came up with a new idea for 
this podcast, whatever it is at the end of the day, it's important or even throughout the day, it's important to stop and take note of the things that you are doing that are moving you forward, no matter how small. When we do that, we feel greater satisfaction and more motivated to keep going toward our goals on the following day. I'm all about that, right? So check out episode number four, one of my favorites on small wins and motivation. We came right off the top with that thing in 2019. Also in that first year, I talked to my friend, psychotherapist and author Donald Altman, and he writes about mindfulness. You should check out his books. They're life-changing. But I talked to Donald about mindfulness, and one thing he said, one way to connect more deeply to our lives and the people in it, he said, practice a sympathy of joy. We talked about this in episode number 32 in the show in that first year, a sympathy of joy. He said, many of us are really good at showing up during the troubling times, right? We bring the meals, we sit with friends, we cry with people, we support them through. But can we be there to celebrate their greatest successes? Can we be there fully to be excited for them when they sell the book or get the job or have the baby or get married? Sympathy of joy. It's something I've thought about a lot over the last couple of years. Sometimes in my situation, it's been a little hard to get there in the beginning. I see somebody else coming out with a great book and it becomes a bestseller and I'm a little envious. And then I've realized that there's enough for all of us, right? Her having great success does not take from my ability to have great success. And we need to remember that and show up for the good times for the people we care about and the people of the world and the bad times too. Because when we share in those high moments, we get to feel some of that too. Sympathy of Joy, check it out, episode number 31 with Donald Altman, and you can check his books out as well. It's worth your time. We also talked to Dr. Christine Carter in episode 49. I think this was right at the start of our second year. I've heard from so many of you that you love this episode, and I did too, so I pulled it out for one of the highlights. Dr. Christine Carter wrote a book about finding our sweet spot, Right? And it's a phrase that stuck with me because when we talk about baseball players or golfers or tennis players, they can hit the base hit, right? They can connect the bat to the ball. But when they hit the sweet spot on the bat or the sweet spot on the club face when you're striking the golf ball, that ball goes so much farther and faster and easier. It requires so much less effort when we connect to the sweet spot of the bat and the ball flies further. So she talks about effortless ease. And this is a phrase that really stuck with me over the last couple of years because it's not something I'm very good at. I work really hard and I put a lot of pressure on myself and I push, push, push. That's not necessarily what we need to do or the smartest thing to do. What we need to do is search for the sweet spot in our life and go to that. And sure, we're going to put out effortful effort once in a while we're gonna have to work really hard on things but when we step into the flow of our lives and we connect with that sweet spot in your life things we really want come much easier the challenge is many times we downplay that ease we think well it's easy it can't be relevant it can't matter that's baloney if it's easy it means 
You are the master. You've honed your skills. You've practiced. You've worked. You care about this. You have some natural talent and a lot of built-in skill. Find the sweet spot in your life. And here's a short clip from Dr. Christine Carter in episode 49, talking about just that. The sweet spot moves us, kind of going for our sweet spot in any arena in our lives, moves us from always trying to make our most powerful effort to being able to access our effortless power. And especially- I love that. Access effortless power. Right. Versus making a powerful effort. It doesn't mean that we won't ever make a powerful effort. It means that we won't hit a home run just constantly making a powerful effort. We get too tired. And that especially as we get older, we develop enough mastery that, um, that an effortless power emerges. Over the last three years, we've talked to all kinds of people, experts in their field, psychologists, doctors, people with great books out and great ideas. And, and that's one of my favorite parts of the job. I love, you know, we, we've talked to Brad Reedy, Sherry Beck Paprocki, the book maven, Maureen Colomia, who talked about feng shui and environmental energy. In recent shows, we've talked to Dr. Ruben Naiman about dreams and the importance of dreaming to our overall health and wellness. Talked to Jody Helmer about growing your own tea garden, melody wielding, about sensitive striving and how we don't have to drop our emotions to be successful in a career. We've talked about imposter syndrome and procrastination. In fact, we did an episode 146 toward the end of 2021 and talked about new research surrounding procrastination that has discovered when you assign a task to yourself or somebody else and don't give an immediate deadline, they tend to complete the task sooner. So I've been using this around my house. I've been working with my teen daughter on this. I'll ask her to do something. In the past, I would say, hey, can you get this done by the end of the day? Or would you do this by the end of next week? And it rarely would get done. And it certainly didn't get done until the last minute. Now I'll just say, hey, could you unload the dishwasher? Almost always it happens within a few minutes and gets done. I'm doing it with myself too. Instead of having so many rigid deadlines, self-imposed rigid deadlines, I'm coming up with a project idea and I'm finding myself gravitating toward that earlier and working on it sooner instead of waiting till the last minute. So that's kind of an interesting practice. Check out that episode on 146 about procrastination. We can also step back to episode 116, which is in 2020, one of my earlier ones, and this is a favorite theme of mine, optimal discomfort. It's something I've learned a lot about the last few years, and I imagine you have too, maybe without even knowing about it. When we are under too much pressure to learn, achieve, get things done, figure things out, get it right, we're almost overwhelmed by that. So we will more likely do nothing. We will sit still or stay strictly within our comfort zone. But the best place to be is in this place of optimal discomfort. Because growth is not always comfortable. And yet, ironically, as human beings, we feel better when we're learning new stuff, when we have novelty in our life, when we're exploring things. 
So growth is not comfortable, but it's meaningful and it contributes to our well-being. So when we can learn to manage our work and families and stress and the other things in our life in this place of optimal discomfort, it keeps us from feeling overwhelmed and paralyzed. Optimal discomfort is when we're just enough uncomfortable that we're stretching and we're growing and we're learning, but we're not so uncomfortable that we're paralyzed and unable to function. Think about this in your life. What are the places that you're like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. I was that way with the podcast. I was very uncomfortable when I launched the podcast in 2019. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was also re-energized by the thought of learning and doing something new. And look where it led us. Good things come from growth, but it is uncomfortable to stretch. Think about using a muscle. I'm walking up hills right now. I haven't done that in a while. And let me tell you about stretching muscles. Yes, but they're also getting stronger. So look for your place of optimal discomfort. Go there, challenge yourself to get in that place of growth. And I think you'll find yourself feeling more invigorated and revitalized. And that's what this life is all about. What else have we talked about? We've gone over imposter syndrome, which is a big deal and keeps coming up again and again in my life and the lives of the people I'm talking with. And there's so much about managing our moods and managing our emotions. Remember, I'm not about suppression. I feel everything in a big way. (laughs) I come out, I'm all passionate, whether I'm happy or sad or angry or whatever it is. But it is about observing and getting curious about our experience so we can move forward and use these things to create the lives we want to create. I think it's helpful. I think it's interesting. And it's something uh, I am am looking at all across different mediums. I have a book that came out since we started the podcast three years ago, You Recharge, which talks about how to revitalize and reinvigorate your life and shares many of these ideas. And you can also find me, Polly Campbell Simply Said Notes, on substack.com. Just search for it there. In those essays, I write a real personal take on how these things are working or what's not working, what's going on in my life, uh, how I'm crashing and burning, (laughs) how I'm feeling about things, how I'm succeeding. And you can also find me at polycampbell.com, which has links to all of my books, my notes on Substack, and this podcast. So check out the work. Let me know what you're doing. Let me know what things you're bringing into your life to help make the process more interesting and engaging so that we can live the lives we want to live and have fun doing it, really. Remember, we are marvelous creatures with so much resilience and intelligence and so much ability to shape our lives and our world in a way that brings value and meaning and fun to all that we do. I'm thrilled that Polly Campbell Simply Said is still on the air and part of the best business network of Electricast. I'm thrilled that it continues to grow and that we can come together to share these ideas. But I will tell you what, it's happening because of you. Thanks for your support. Thanks for your interest. Thanks for your curiosity all these years to really be deliberate in how you're living your own lives and bringing value 
to each and every one of us. I feel your energy and momentum and I appreciate it with you. So here's the deal. I'll keep sharing with you these practical science-based strategies, thoughts and ideas, the things that I come up against here on the podcast and in Substack. And you share with me what hits you, what's working for you and what you're trying in your own life and we can keep the ball rolling. Thanks for three great years, and thanks for listening today. Go back and listen to some of these back episodes. I think you'll find value in them just like I have, and I appreciate you. I'm grateful that you have listened and stuck with me. And stick around because in the weeks and months to come, we have some great shows planned for you. We have author Rob Walker, the author of The Art of Noticing and other books, coming to talk to us about what it means to notice and how just that simple practice can change our lives for the better. We're going to talk about money and purpose and a whole lot of other topics right here on Polly Campbell Simply Said. So join us and let's continue this path of growth and exploration for another three because when we expand into our lives, we will all live well, do good and be happy. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric production. Electric acid.